Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Hi, Shaz here. I hope you've had a good week. And it's that time of the week again when it's Finance Friday. So today I want to talk about a question which I get asked uh, very often, which is, should I incorporate my property portfolio or if they're starting off a uh, property business the question is should I start as a sole trader or a limited company and generally speaking I think right now um, most property investors tend to favor the limited company route because of section 24 but I always tell people that they should spend more time understanding the key benefits before they decide whether incorporation is for them or isn't for them. I've lost count now, the number of people who've come to me thinking that incorporation was good for them as we've gone through the numbers uh, and looked at the scenario and raised their awareness, they've soon found out that having uh, a limited company probably wasn't the best idea. So I'm going to break this uh, session into two. Today I'll cover the benefits of having a limited company or incorporating and next Friday uh, I'll look at some of the disadvantages or things or pitfalls you should be aware of. Now the first and obvious one of course uh, is that a limited company gives you limited liability. That means your personal assets are not at risk unless you're obviously found to be personally negligent or fraudulent which is pretty hard to uh, prove. Uh, And as you're growing your business, uh, you're taking more risk. uh, Therefore, having a limited company uh, might be a better route. The second one, of course, is tax mitigation. So if you have a limited company, you pay corporation tax, whereas opposed to if you have a uh, business in your own name or uh, a number of properties in your own name uh, and you you go into higher rate tax threshold, you're paying 40% tax especially if you're looking to recycle most of the cash or if you've got other income, uh, then having a limited company and only paying corporation tax and not taking any money out is very attractive. If you're not taking much money out, that means you've got more money left in the company to grow your business and grow your property portfolio. So that works well, which leads me on nicely to the third uh, main reason, which is in a limited company, uh, you can time how you take money out. So if you have a, let's say, a sole trader business uh, or a property portfolio, if you've made £60,000 in profit, you're going to have to pay tax on that, income tax, whether you take any money out of the bank account or not. In a limited company, you've got that flexibility uh, where you decide how much income you want to take out every single year. And you can obviously align that to the different reliefs available and also take out a, a salary. So the timing uh, advantage is quite useful and quite helpful. Another uh, issue which comes up, especially as you grow and you get bigger, uh, it's easier to attract investment into a limited company from third parties than it is 
to uh, as a sole trader or a partnership simply because of a limited company uh, there's more visibility and people can see what's going on with a, a sole trader business for example uh, there's not that much visibility and information available the, the only people who know how much income you've made for example is you and your accountant and HMRC nothing gets filed uh, externally so uh, that's something that you want to bear in mind especially if you want to grow prestige value uh, is uh, another factor there are people uh, who like or want to be known as a director uh, that makes them feel good makes them feel successful so there are certain individuals who might wish to have a limited company because they can be uh, use the title managing director that floats the boat for some people if it does very good go for it uh, i'll give a quick shout out to a, a few people who are here sachin adnan david siegler nice to have you sir shebs fred Faisal, joshua joshua we josh and i were on a facebook live earlier today talking about some really interesting stuff which uh, i'll share with you uh, in the coming days and weeks which is really exciting and interesting but that's going to take me off on a tangent uh, so uh, Obviously, those are some of the benefits. Uh, another one, which is, is a key driver for most people, is they think that Section 24 uh, is going to be the big reason for them to incorporate or, or they believe that's the only reason they should incorporate. Of course, that has an advantage. Is that on its own sufficient? Because sometimes you might end up paying more in terms of interest. Uh, to refinance in a limited company and that might outweigh the advantage that's something you need to think about uh, and see if it works for you uh, another advantage is you, you get an uplift in the base cost uh, when you transfer your properties from your name into a limited company that can have a massive capital gains advantage again one which you should seriously consider and look at the benefit i think that's the biggest one uh, from my point of view uh, so you should uh, look at that seriously. If you once you've uh, got a limited company and you want to introduce family members, then you want to be thinking about freezer shares, growth shares, flowering shares to see how you can uh, introduce family members, start remunerating them, but also start passing down some of the wealth that you generate going forward, which will obviously help you uh, eliminate and or reduce and possibly eliminate future capital or inheritance tax issues so that's a really big one for you to think about now once you have a limited company how do you take money out so you can take a salary and most people tend to take a very low salary so they pay no income tax and they pay no national insurance which is fine above and beyond that they then take uh, dividends the first two thousand being tax-free uh, and then whatever else that they need they take out but there are other things that you should be thinking about in terms of profit extraction from a company, which some people don't always take advantage of. And the first one, uh, which is pretty well known, but not that well used, is pensions. So if you take uh, money out of a company to make pension contributions, that's adding to your personal wealth uh, and you get a tax deduction from the company. So that's something you should seriously consider. Uh, if you have a mobile phone uh, that you use in your company, you can have that as a deduction. If the company loans you money, uh, especially if it's less than £10,000, that can be an advantage 
but you need to consider loans to participators uh, and make sure you don't fall foul of those rules. Then there are other benefits like cycling to work, having a canteen, eye tests which are available. Again, small little sums, but they all add up in terms of taking money out from your company. Another big one right now, which I think uh, a lot of people should be seriously considering is if you have a limited company, think about having an electric car because there's no company car tax this year if you have a fully electric car through your company. Next year, that increases to 1%. The year after, it increases to 2%. So that is a big, big tax saving uh, and, and something the government are looking to push. So I think you should seriously consider that. Something else, which uh, again is very prevalent, uh, company owners loan money to their limited company. Not all of them charge interest. Well, if you plan your remuneration carefully, you can charge interest and a, a good amount, by the way, without having to pay any personal tax on that. So that's something you should be uh, thinking about and seeing how you can plan your remuneration. Now, of course, it depends on how much money you need personally. Uh, but uh, if you don't need that much money, you can take out best part of 20500 tax-free by just using the, the different allowances, especially if you've loaned money to your company. Now, of course, if that has happened uh, and you're charging interest, the company will have to file a CT61 return, either quarterly or annually, uh, especially if it's a loan longer than 12 months. So that's something that you need to consider and think about uh, when uh, setting up a limited company. So those are some of the kind of key advantages that I think you should be aware of when you're thinking of either setting up a new limited company because you've just started off or you're looking to incorporate. But obviously, if you're looking to incorporate, there are other costs and disadvantages which I'm going to run you through next week. But the biggest takeaway I would say for you is one size does not fit all. Don't just assume that you should have a limited company just because you, you're hearing commentators or advisors or other people out there saying you must incorporate because of Section 24. I don't think that's the only reason you should be considering. I've obviously run you through quite a few different reasons here today. One size does not fit all. Look at your uh, personal scenario and your business scenario to see if it works for you. If it does, go for it. If it doesn't, stay away from it. Uh, and because if Section 24 is the only reason, by the way, and, and the government changed the rules in, two, say, a couple of years, and then some form of Section 24 applies to companies, then you're pretty much snookered. So that there has to be other reasons as well uh, for you to incorporate to make it worthwhile. That's it for this week. I'm not being able to give everybody a shout out and I'll quickly do that. So we've got, we had Cameron here, Rob, Ewan, Carl, Andy, Cheryl, Michael Hem, who's a good friend and a very good accountant, by the way, and he knows a lot about property. Aaron, Wendy. Uh, so thank you for joining me on this live. I hope you found it useful. Uh, log in or uh, join me next Friday, where I'll be talking about some of the disadvantages of uh, or some of the key considerations and costs you should be thinking about before incorporating, that alone might be enough to put you off, uh, or at least it, it's going to enable you to think more about whether incorporation does or doesn't work for you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and a fantastic week ahead. I'll see you next Friday. Bye for now. 
Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.